0: All right, everybody, we are back for another episode of the Pirates podcast to be named later. I am Eddie Provident, not wanting to talk about high school football this week. And with me, as always, is my best buddy, Alex Stump. Alex, there are, as of this recording, two baseball games less left in the 2023 season, man. It's winding down. Uh, we're starting to run out of things to talk about, but... I, I right when we got on, right when we got on, like you didn't waste any time. It was, I want to talk about the bullpen. So, yeah. without further ado, I'm just going to let you. This is one of those ones where I just kind of, you know, I, I twist and I wind up and I let Alex go. So, Alex, talk to me about the Pittsburgh Pirates bullpen. Well, no, I, I actually need you here for a
1: little bit because I, I have oh, a you need question me. to pose Uh-oh. to you. Uh oh. Is the Pittsburgh Pirates bullpen good? Did they have a good year?
0: No, I think if there was a glaring weakness on this baseball team, it was the bullpen.
1: I wouldn't go that far, but it, I, I don't think it was a strength I mean, of this team. And it, I think it was a
0: weakness. I, I think it was one hundred. But I, I mean, we're maybe splitting split hairs, but it what it was not a strength. You were correct, and it just wasn't good. Yeah. I'm gonna go by win when they needed it to be.
1: I'm going by win probability added here for a little bit. This is FanGraphs. Okay. This hasn't updated to reflect Friday's pooping of the bed in the eighth inning, so these numbers I figure are going to go down lower. But entering the day, the Pirates had negative one point five to win probability added, which was nineteenth out of thirty teams. And for those of you who don't know how to use that stat. It's basically what was your team's percentage of chance of winning before you got the ball versus whatever you handed the ball over. And but going by that metric, the Pirates were Pirates Bullpen put their team in worse positions. And that's independent from what the offense can do in that situation. That's independent from a lot of other parts. It's just were you able to close things out? And generally speaking, they were below average. And you look at this team. They have a stud at the back end of that bullpen. David Bednar is an absolute stud. He is tied for the National League lead in saves. He is one of the absolute best in the sport right now. Ryan Berechi has been a pleasant surprise. Colin Holderman was a little streaky with the injuries. And you can see it popped up. Karin Majinski, overall a pretty good rookie here. But, like, it's... You look at the rest of this bullpen and there's not much you could go through here. I mean, Darry Moretta has been very streaky. I don't know how much, you know, we, we've we seen him as the fireman. We've seen him really fall apart. I mean, and at this mm-hmm. point, 0.47 win probability added, he got off to a really good start. So that means for the majority of the year, he's been below, you know, he's been in the negatives if you take away that really hot start. I mean, it, it, I I look at this, and there's a very real – Case to be made that the Pirates' second best relief pitcher, or the second best pitcher that the Pirates have had pitch out of relief for them this year, was Robert Stevenson, just going based off of what he's done in Tampa Bay. And that, I, I just look at a game like Friday, which is a game they absolutely should have won. And they didn't. And they handed it off to the rookie, and the rookie didn't have his stuff, and he got shelled, and he took the loss. And it's not a good look for Colin Selby. You know, he can't get two outs. You know, he's he's inheriting a, a free out and no men on base. And he leaves with the bases loaded in a tie game and, you know, no outs recorded. Like, that's not a good look. That's not a good, if we're going to be able to trust this guy with leverage. I look at this team and there are really only four guys that I, I think you can confidently hand the ball off to in leverage spots. And that's Bednar. That's Holderman, that's uh, Ryan Barecki against left-handers, and that's Majinski. And you can't expect the bullpen to consist of eight or nine guys who could do that, but boy, oh boy, there, there seems to be quite the drop-off after there, and I wonder how much that makes the bullpen a priority for this winner because you don't normally target guys in free agency. The Pirates did this past winter with Arlen Garcia. He got hurt. Stuff happens. Do they do that again? Do they bring in another leverage arm or two? Because if you are going to try to make that leap, you can't lose games like you lost on Friday. You can't lose games like you lost to Philadelphia earlier mm. this week. You can't lose those th- games. This team has done a good job you know, these last two months winning some games that they weren't supposed to win. Part of the equation also is you got to win the games that you're supposed to win.
0: Yeah, and, and I think you pose a good question. Alex, and I don't want to get to, we can get into, you know, what the offseason's is going to look like. We can do that next week. But I <laughs> I think if you're the Pirates, you do have an interesting decision on your hands when it comes to this bullpen and when it comes to this roster, because, you know, we've gone through the last couple of weeks. We You know, we've gone through all of the young players that they have and everybody that they're going to want to have in the lineup next year. I don't know that they're going to want to spend a ton of money on a lot of position players and a lot of you know lineup guys because they have so much youth. And I think they believe in a lot of that youth. So I think this is one of those weird situations and a rare situation where if they wanted to, to you know, fire a couple of bullets at the bullpen, bring in some leverage arms like you just talked about, this is probably the best offseason to do that for them with – kind of what they already have in the stable as far as starting pitchers and um, younger starting pitchers and younger position guys. I think this is the opportunity to to go and fix your bullpen.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, just to touch on the position player angle here, the only position that I really look at that they might be very active in would be first base. I May mean, not yeah. to say that they're yeah, not. Yeah, that's really
0: active. the only one they need. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll look at other positions, obviously, also. But I think first base is the one that's, unless they are really convinced on Triolo or Anduhar or Malcolm Nunez or someone internal at first base, I feel like that's the position where it's like you can bring someone in and, you know, you got options. The most options there, especially whenever, you know, country signs and you got your DH. Mm-hmm. So it's it's got to be very pitching centric. I think with what they attack, you know, this this winter with as it should and be, with, and with the amount of young starting pitching that they have that should be available mid year next year, like like Skeens, like Salameto, like Jared Jones. <coughs> I mean, you got to bring in a veteran or two anyway, you know, this winter just to get to that point, just to bolster the rotation in general. So it's not just all rookies, but like the bullpen is kind of what I look at. It's like this is if you can target one or two guys. Who could beat impact guys, and it's you don't have to rely on the Bajinski to hold to into Ben sequence every single time you're trying to close out three innings. It, it would mean a lot.
0: Could one of those na- young names that you just mentioned be a candidate to maybe see the major league roster um, as a temporary addition to the bullpen? to get some innings and to get some, to get an opportunity to, to see some high leverage situations and, you know, kind of get that low. I don't want to say low risk because I just used the term high, high leverage, but like, you know, get some quality uh, experience under their belt.
1: I, I mean, we're, we're talking pure theoretical here at, at this point. I yeah. This is absolutely, we've gone odds. off the rail. Yeah. 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 I mean, Someone like Jared Jones, his stuff would translate very well to the bullpen if they wanted to go that way. Okay. But they obviously want him to be a starter first. Yeah. So i I think we're be more looking like if it is a September, you know, next year in the Pirates in the pennant race and you know we could call up Jared Jones, but we don't really have a spot in the rotation. Well, we're just gonna put him in the bullpen, see what happens, type of deal. I I, I don't know if you could really count on rookies to bolster this bullpen much more than it already has. As I look at Nicholas, I I I, I kind of like Nicholas, but you know I'm not ready mm-hmm. to give him leverage. Same with Stratton. Same with Selby. Like he's got really good spin and movement, and man, he just stunk on Friday. I'm not willing to write him off yet, but boy, oh boy, this has been a bad season. <laughs> he's he's been meat out there, and you, you can't have that in I, leverage spots.
0: I mean, I guess the only reason why I bring that question up is because the pirates are not a team that's going to outspend other teams. I mean, even if they pump up the payroll, uh, so they've got to get creative. You know, they're, they're a team that needs to be creative, but this is the position look where like they
1: could, they could look, okay. they're not going to spend $15 million on a reliever. No, no. I, since I, and I don't know, know that the they should. The line relievers are not going to come because David Bednar's got closer locked down. But I really liked the mindset behind, like a Harlan Garcia type signing, and yeah, he got hurt, and it was stuff happens. Stuff happens. Yeah. It's one of those bad results, but you really like the thought process type of deals. I do a couple of those this winter, and don't leave it on like, well. Andre Jackson, who's you know this swing guy or Bailey Falter, this swing guy, you're gonna have to occasionally pitch leverage innings. Or anytime that there's a big, you know, left-handed stretch up there, we've got to go to Ryan Berecki because Jose Hernandez and Angel Perdomo have been very streaky, you know, in those spots. So it's you gotta improve that unit because I don't not to tease too much of what's coming up this week on DK Pittsburgh Sports. I happen to be, you know, working on a piece about what happens whenever you do have a really good bullpen. And I, I, I look at this team sometimes, and it's like you look at the extra inning record. You look at a lot of other ways, and it's like they're just the win probability. This bullpen has not lived up to the expectations. And look, we could look at, you know, the rotation's been injured and needs to improve. The offense needs to score more runs. This is just one part of the team that needs to get better to elevate this team to playoff status or playoff contention in 2024. But it's, it's a, it's a big one because I I can tell you being in a clubhouse after getting thrashed by an opposing starter pitcher and you lose five to one, it's, it's not a great clubhouse, but what you see Friday, whenever victory slips through the fingers, it's definitely a rougher one.
0: Um, let's take a break uh, pause the reliever question because you had brought up something uh, maybe four or five minutes ago that I want to take you another level further on and I want to I want to poke and prod I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly All right, Alex, you brought up something concerning to me. Um, if you are a fan of the Pittsburgh Pirates, I think it would be concerning to you as well. You said something about if they like Triolo or Andujar or you know somebody internally at first base. Please tell me that was speculation and not,
1: this is nothing let
0: me let me preface let me preface this okay I like Triolo okay I think he is a really I think he's a solid player to have on a major league roster I, I think he brings something to the baseball team but I think if this team is going to be where they want to be next baseball season they can't walk out there onto the onto PNC Park's baseball field, you know, for the first game of 162 in 2024 with Jared Triolo as their starting first baseman. I think that they need a bona fide power bat or of some sort in that first base spot. Somebody that that that's their position, not someone that like, hey, we're gonna teach this to them over the offseason or somebody that hey we're going to figure this out on the fly or you know do this uh, do the um, the the first base platoon like we've seen for the last few years i want to see a legitimate first baseman that's a threat at the at the uh, at the plate and and not an internal fix again if this team is going to compete next year oh, well please Quell my fears.
1: Well, I, first of all, if the Triola we've seen this last these last two weeks is the Triola that we would see throughout all of twenty twenty four, the guy is absolutely absolutely good enough to be the everyday first baseman. Like what he's done offensively through there. Like I, I'm not what But that's true. I mean, do, we've talked about this, with, this over the course of one yes. sixty two. We, no, I think everyone no. knows
0: that. Uh, uh, We've talked about it with uh, with Hayes. You know what we've seen end of June with him, beginning of July to now, and how that's not sustain- sustainable over 162. And he's been doing it for two or three months, two weeks of what we've seen from somebody much younger with not that type of pedigree is not not something I want to hang my hat on for a 162 game baseball season next year.
1: Yeah, yeah, but i I pulled up real fast here. be trade rumors, free agents. You know, first baseman. We're just gonna go through the list here real fast. Jesus Aguilar, that's not an improvement. Josh Bell, he's not gonna opt out of a one-year $16.5 million contract, and even if he did, the Pirates aren't gonna drop $16.5 million on him. Brandon Belt might be, you know, an option if they want the veteran. Uh, CJ Crone, I don't think he's. Y- y- you'd get some pop. That's about it. I really like Reese Hoskins on a pillow contract. You know, is like a theoretical thing, but he's gonna be offered a. Qualifying offer from the Phillies, so the Pirates are going to have to do more than the qualifying offer, which is the offer. It's going to have to be a twenty-something million dollar deal if, if he gets the qualifying offer, which I would suspect. I mean, I I don't have you know a Phillies you know, insight there, but I would have to imagine they offer him a qualifying offer. So I don't see them dropping twenty million dollars. Eric Hosmer had the Pirates on uh, his no trade list with the Padres whenever he had a very limited no trade list, and he's not good anymore. Uh, Trey Mancini, I was caping for him a year ago. He had a very bad year. Like I, 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 Honestly, the best option that I could see realistically would be Carlos Santana. Bring him and back! Carlos Santana was also Pretty below, slightly below average offensively the whole year. Like, there is more that comes to him. He's a great clubhouse, <laughs> player, he's a great defense. But it's one of those, he ain't gonna, you know, he ain't gonna hit much more than he does right now. And right now, he's barely hitting enough to be a first baseman
0: in this league. So, it, I, it's just one of those things, Alex. It's, I, you almost have, I to don't want to go in. And I, you know what, why, okay. So why not one time in, in this, you know, God forsaken decade of baseball shoot higher for, for first baseman just shoot higher. Like you have like this, this baseball team is is so close, man. Like they're so close with the young talent that they have and that. You know, bringing back O'Neal, Cruz next season, and you know we've talked about the, just all of the the young potential there. Sh- shoot higher one time. Give these kids something to to hang on to.
1: I don't think twenty twenty four is the year that you waste that that golden bullet
0: for though. I think if you can get them on a two or three year deal, shoot. Why not, man? It's 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 not the look. I I legit,
1: I legitimately think. That with a couple good off-season moves, the parts could legitimately compete for a playoff spot in 2020. I, I agree with you.
0: 100% agree with you.
1: But I hold no delusions that they are going to be at the same level of, like, Atlanta or the Dodgers. Now, anything could happen in a short series, so like, it's, it, but it, they, they are never, they are not going to be, you know, on the World Series radar map, you know, for next year. So, I don't see that being the year where it's like, oh, yeah, you do got to bring in the first but and hope that this team is elevated from, let's just say, potentially 87 wins to 91.
0: Did anybody think two years ago that the Atlanta Braves would be what they were going to be? Right then? That, yes. that fast? A lot of people did. That fast? I don't think it was that fast, Alex. I think we knew what the Atlanta Braves were going to become, but I think they were a year or two ahead of schedule.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, you're talking more like nineteen, I guess, than that. But like, okay, yeah, a couple years. Yeah, but that that eighteen nineteen.
0: Look, a couple of things go right, man. Like what? Like I think it's it's okay to not be pessimistic about this baseball team and look around the diamond and say, man, they've got some ball players make them feel good about themselves. And and I don't want to use the term spend money because it's so overused with this team and this organization, but give them something to be excited about in the, in the clubhouse, man, like give, give them anything, you know, like I, I'm just, you want to see at some point in time for these players, the organization say, you know what? Yeah, we've got your back. We're going to put our money where our mouth is and we're going to put somebody out on the field. that's worth it.
1: Yeah, I I hear that, but I don't think this is the year you go all-in on, you know... Or, uh, on, but, so wait, like you're so saying
0: much, getting a first baseman is going all-in? It's getting, getting the, one Getting the guy. Kind of a
1: first baseman that would be significantly better than Carlos Santana would be an all-in move. Unless you could find a way, like, the, the Yankees just want to dump, like, an Anthony Rizzo, you know? Like, they wanted to A.J. Burnett, you know, a dozen years ago. Like, I, I, I don't see there being this golden whale without putting all your chips in and it's not time to put it's not the time and it's not the position to put all your chips in if you do it look if this team was going to make a big contract this winter priorities would be 1A or 1B or however you want to look at it it would be extend one of your all-stars it would be make sure Keller is here for his prime or make sure Benner is here for life, pretty much. That, that would be the number one priority if you have a big money contract to spend this way. Because it's not all about 2024, even though 2024 should be the opening of the contention window. It can't just be about that one year. And so, in a year or two, whenever these young position players are, are more mature and you hopefully have taken that next step, then things can change. And maybe you do go all in on a trade at some point, but like it, it ain't right now though. It ain't right now. All right. And it ain't this so, way. So That's
0: why I brought quick. up
1: the bullpen as something where you can make several reasonable additions to it and make a big impact on that team.
0: Okay. So what I'm, I'm looking at it's uh, spot track right now. Where do you have the pirates 2023 payroll at?
1: I don't have because
0: act, total active payroll they have it at about sixty eight point nine million. Does that, that does that sound
1: That's that sounds slow? That sounds slow.
0: That's sounds okay. Let's give them an extra five. We'll, we'll just I, say I, let's. I, I I think that number is way off, dude. I think that number is. You way think off. it's way okay? Well, yeah. What they need to do to get to a hundred million. Uh, I think that's the number, right? And, and I think you can, I think you can get a couple of bullpen guys and a first baseman for that extra bit of money. And I don't think a hundred million is going all in in this day and age in MLB. And we can agree I'm, to disagree yeah, I'm, on I'm this one. I'm saving
1: some bullets here, and I ain't wasting it as much as no, I know, no. We we've got we've got a big something.
0: yeah. We've we've got, a, we've got a we've got a show to do next week. Yeah, that's it. And I, I've got a I, I, third segment. I, I got something for you that uh, I want to make sure I remind you of. So, all right, we'll, we'll take a quick break and we'll, we'll come back and we'll take the gloves off or put them on. <laughs> We're back for one more segment. Alex, I, I want to remind you of a conversation that we had at the beginning of the season that we picked up about three weeks ago that now we're here. So at the beginning of the season, I believe you had the pirates at either 72 or 73 wins. I had them at 78. A couple of weeks ago, we decided that if they were closer to 78, you owed me either a beer. Yeah. Was it a beer? It was, it was it was a, a drink pack. a beverage yeah. yeah six pack and if they were closer to 72 i owed you a six pack <laughs> we're at 75 so we're tied right now so technically we're buying each other three beers <laughs> if they pull they one win this matter, weekend right? uh, if they pull one week or one game this weekend they just need one against these uh these Miami Marlins um what do I get to pick or do you pick? You pick. You pick. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't know. I feel like you have a better taste and a better beer palate than I do. I just go to. Mars. So I I was going to, you know, well, you were the one to turn me on to sours. Yes. Fruited sours. So I, I my thought was maybe I just let you pick because I, tr- I, I think I might trust your beer palate better than I trust my own. But I, I don't know. What do you so what what do we do with this here? Now also if you, they you also God forbid the they get swept. I,
1: you also run the risk if I pick you're just getting like icy light mango. Which is good, but you know, like
0: I'm a Yenzer. I mean come on, man. Like, yeah, come on. I'm good with Icy Light Mango. All right. But yeah, I just wanted to remind you that uh, you know, we're one win away from the uh from Mr. Baseball expert over here well getting uh getting out predicted by the uh by the idiot yinzer that hosts the show with them
1: you know what in the immortal words of bob barker you did go over
0: (laughs) (laughs) you got anything else i think that's what we got thank you so much we got two games left man two more two more and then we'll have the cleanup show next week Be sure to listen to that one. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk again next week.